Hello, everybody. Jeez, it has been forever. Forever. And if I'm being honest with you guys, I wasn't expecting to record today. But I felt the need to, you know, I don't know. I just felt the need to do it. I spent like over a month. I took a long time for Christmas. But, um, yeah, a lot has happened within Christmas and the month of January. It's been crazy. And I wanted to come sooner. I wanted to start back sooner. But a lot of things got in the way. And, yeah, it's been a roller coaster. So, I was trying to think of a topic. And if I was being honest with you, the thing that kept coming to my mind was being transparent. I wanted to be as transparent as possible with you guys. Um, I... That's always been something that I told myself if I was ever to do anything and let people, you know, how do I put it, let myself be seen, I guess. I don't know. Be, what's, I can't think of what I'm trying to say. Anyway, I knew I needed to be kind of transparent because like in media, people lie all the time. And people display themselves so nicely in the worst situations. Like, you could be on... I know, like, TikTok, there's a trend going around where young girls are doing this. And young guys. But young girls will be doing get ready with me to to go get broken up with. And I just am like, I'm sorry, what? What What is going on here? And I just think that's insane, personally. Like, how how could you just display it so unnaturally, I guess? Like, some people, they're used to it, or that's just something that that's how they cope. I, I get that. But you're, you're putting it on display for people... In such a way that your younger audiences or your audiences in general just think that like, oh, if I'm going through this, I can't let the everybody else see that I'm going through this. Let me put on a front. And you know, for the most part, I think we've, over the like last couple of years, we've tried to fix social media issues. And I know we've like made progress, but there's still things that are still present like that and so I completely understand but I know some people are on the internet being like I want you guys to see the real side and as cringy as some of it might seem they they try I guess but it's becoming trendy to glamorize certain parts of people's lives. They're like, we want you to know that this is what we're going through. And like, I'm I'm grateful that people feel connected to their fans, I guess. I don't know. And like I said, on TikTok, there will be people talking about some really serious topics. 
including miscarriages and some just really hard I don't I cannot relate and I don't want to take away from other people's problems or pains or situations but they will publicly they feel the need to tell their fans and I think as fans or as a media community we should not make people feel the need to be that transparent but if they are willing that is up to them but I hope to never put myself in a situation where if I don't feel comfortable talking about something I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna display it on Facebook or Instagram or anything I don't want to come for the older people but sometimes they will put everybody's trash on the side of the road so everybody knows about it and I just think that's petty and wrong and so immature. Like, I do not need to know that you found out that somebody else's wife is cheating on them. And you're going to display it on your Facebook account. Like, nobody needs to know that, ma'am. It's n- And in my personal opinion, no matter what, even if it's bad, even if it's wrong... That so-and-so's cheating with so-and-so, it still has nothing to do with me. Or that person who's putting everybody else's business out there. Like, no. That's not what, no. So, when I was thinking about it, I was like, I want to be a little transparent with you guys. I mean, you don't need to know everything. But, like, at the same time, I have created a community where I feel like I I like for you to be in the know. Be in the know. Is that... Is that how I would say it? Anyway. So, obviously I'm not going to give you all the details because I want to keep a small portion of my life to myself, I guess. But Christmas, the month of December, I did the 12 days leading up to the 25th of, you know, which is Christmas. I did podcasts and that was really fun for me. I liked it. It was a little bit of a challenge but I, en- but I enjoyed it, and I found out what I like and don't like to do in podcasts. And I will tell you, though, I don't want to make it feel like a job. And I know that sounds bad because some people make podcasting their jobs completely. But I want it to come naturally and not feel too much. But... I have come to the conclusion that I do want to take it a little bit more seriously. And I'm going to try my best somehow. If it's in God's plan, it's in God's plan. I don't know. Anyway, so the 28th, we were told by um, some people, like our medical professionals, that we thought the 28th was supposed to be the day that I was going to have a surgery. A a general surgery. Um, I was going to have to have my gallbladder removed. I had previously went to the doctor, went through and done a couple of tests a couple of months before. It had gotten worse. It had gotten better. It had gotten worse. It was pretty rough my last semester of college dealing with it. I had lost weight. I had gained weight. And all around, I felt miserable. And I had a terrible relationship with food. Um, 
I'm like, I, I feared eating food. It was that bad. Anyway, come to find out, we, my gallbladder just decided that she was going to take her two-week notice like six months ago and wasn't going to tell any of us. Or she tried to tell me, I guess. I don't know. She's a she. I don't know why. But, uh, and so she clocked out. She hasn't been working. Completely zero. No, the, the organ was, she was there, but she wasn't. And so we have, we were going to get surgery done. And I was going to be like, well, get it out. This is the perfect time. I'm on break. I'll have plenty of time to recover. We get there or my mom calls about the 28th and was like, okay, something's not right. The appointment time just didn't make sense. Come to find out it was a consultation. And ended up having my, I ended up going to the consultation and the next week they were like, okay, the quickest we can get you, like I went to my, okay, let's just look. The 28th was, girl, I don't know. I thought I could figure it out. But uh, let's just say the 28th, I want to say it was like Wednesday or Thursday. That Monday or Tuesday, I think it was on a Tuesday. That, that doesn't matter. Anyway, within like literally three or four days, I was going to have surgery like that. And I was already terrified. Like this really worried me. I know for some people, this isn't a big surgery, but for me, it was my first big surgery. Now I've been under anesthesia several times and I've had surgeries several times, but they were all oral. They were all in my teeth, like related to that. That was it. And I don't know, maybe I was so young, it didn't scare me as much because I didn't know the extent, but I knew the extent now and it scared the heck out of me. So I was a nervous wreck, like leading up to it. And when we had surgery, the lady was like, okay, this is the day we're having surgery. We calculated, I had a week to recover before going back to college. A week. And what was worse is I, something about medical stuff, you're going to be hearing so much from people. The internet's going to tell you one thing, your family, your friends, strangers that want to give their two cents are going to tell you something. And I heard so many different stories. Like I heard from like six to eight weeks of recovery and feeling miserable and throwing up and barely could move to, oh, it only took me like a week and I was back to work, like nothing happened, a little sore, nothing major. I was like, well, dang, I'm either going to, it's literally one or the other, that it was no in between. I was hearing no in between. So I was like, jeez, oh, I mean, I've got to get it done. This is the best time to do it. Anyway. That happened. I got surgery. And it went really well. But let me tell you, hospital settings are not for the week. And I am the week. I am the week. Uh, you could probably ask my mom. But uh, I cried while I was in the hospital. Because they don't prepare you for how many people are going to be asking for so much of you. While you're already in this state of like uncertainty and... Okay, so the risk of this surgery are very small. I can see that death is just not 
in the playing cards is not like the biggest thing that's going to happen. I understand. But it's still scary because, I don't know, it's just daunting. Because I never know. You never know how your body's going to respond to things. Okay? So, like nurses are coming in and out of my room and they're coming in and they're like giving you all these instructions. They're talking like 90 to nothing. And they're like, I need you to do this. Take your clothes off. Get a pee sample. All this. Lay down on the bed. We got to draw. Uh, we got to put an IV in. EKG. Blood pressure. Like going off. I had three ladies at one point. One had one arm. One had the other. And one was putting crap on my chest. And my legs and my arms. And I was just like, it was overwhelming. Anyway, post-surgery. The embarrassing stuff happened. I was so embarrassed. So embarrassed. You want to know why I was embarrassed? Because it didn't hit me until afterwards. I was going under anesthesia. And the last person I saw was the most attractive anesthesiologist intern. He was an intern, guys. An intern. And he was attractive. Anyway, that's beside the point. I was going under and I was like, "Mm." I woke up and the first thing I thought of, the first thought my brain thought was, oh my gosh, this man has saw my privates. Because obviously I'm having surgery in the lower abdomen area. I know this man saw my, I know he saw something. He had to have. If he didn't, he's lying. He did because the lowest, I have four incisions on my body and the lowest one is like right at my belly button. Ah, you know what? It happens. Okay. He's, it's fine. But that's the first thing I thought of just for you guys to know. That's embarrassing. But you know, hopefully I'll never see that man again from, uh, you know, my luck cause I probably will. Um, but I was recovering But let's backtrack a little bit. Before my surgery on a Tuesday, that Saturday, my roommate told me, and if Hannah's listening to this, I love you. I love you. Love you. But she told me that she is going to take a semester off, which I love her for that because it is great to take a semester off if you need to. Completely understandable. I would rather people do that than push themselves. Like, there's no point, okay? College is not worth it. If you are pushing yourself to a point, don't do that. But she had, she was going to take a semester off for several reasons. But she told me this that weekend, and I was like, girl, I'm already scared about this surgery. So leading up to the surgery, I was also trying to figure out, like, oh my gosh, am I going to get a new roommate? What's going to happen? Like, all the uncertainty. And if you have severe anxiety, uncertainty is not your friend. It is your enemy. So obviously, I was panicking for that reason. On top of that... Wednesday, the day after my surgery, is the day that our college opened back up for staff. And it was the day that they were like, hey, you need to pay for your tuition for this semester. It needs to be done by like, I think it was Friday? No. I think it was Thursday. 
It opened up, no, it opened up, I'm sorry, I'm backtracking here. It opened up on Tuesday, and I want to say the last day was Wednesday to have all of your crap paid for, I think. Do not quote me on this. So while I was under and in the middle of surgery, my mother was in another room calling my college trying to get it paid for. Tell me, does that sound stressful? Because it is. So, after surgery, I miraculously recovered very well, actually. A lot of people were shocked. A lot of people were happy. I was grateful and blessed that within a week, I was able to fully stand up. Now, the only thing that they don't really mention is when you stand up, it takes you a while to finally be able to completely stretch your back. For the longest, you kind of give a hunchman kind of vibe. But for me, ladies, it literally just feels like a terrible period month. I mean, period week. That's what it really feels like. Is just painful period. But anyway, that happened. And then we start college. And for the most part, I ended up not getting a roommate, like a replacement roommate. So I'm living by myself, which is great. I mean, it's great, right? It's kind of okay. I like my space, respectfully, I do. But it is lonely, and I miss my old roommate. And that's fine, by the way. Completely fine. But yeah, um... A lot has happened, a lot of change, and I am not a good person with change. So I think that's why I haven't done any podcasting, any episodes. I hadn't even thought about it. It has been literally the last thing on my mind. And it's simply because a lot has changed. Um, We're going through some, you know, there's some issues going on in the family not like family family issues like what's the word I'm looking for just like small detailing like aspects of a life you know bills you know things like that but not I don't know how to explain it guys anyway just little things that keep piling up and it's just it's overwhelming when you can't feel like you can get a grip on things and you just keep going back and back and back. Like you take two steps, you take four back. Like it just feels like you cannot gain anything at all. Now in the midst of all of this, I have had great, great supportive people around me and I'm thankful for that. But I've also been in a point where I've had to say no to things and say yes to things and regret things and make crappy decisions And that is fine. That happens. Within this month, I have made some stupid decisions on my part. And I've made some good decisions. And I have, you know, distanced myself from some people. And was able to, I have met some really good people. And I'm glad to have them around. But living alone or just dealing with your own issues mentally you feel isolated. You can be in a room full of a lot of people and feel completely isolated. And like I mentioned at the beginning of this is I wanted to be completely transparent. Um, I've been going to therapy and therapy, first of all, you need to go to therapy even when your life is going good. 
going decent. Um, I saw a TikTok where it was like a girl talking about, or it was a girl or a guy, I cannot remember, but they were talking about how going to therapy does not mean that your life is complete crap all the time because not all the time will you go into therapy and have to unpack a bunch of sad, depressing stuff. Sometimes it's the opposite. It's anger, it's excitement, it's confusion, like, and that is what's been going on. I have been going through it, and I don't know how to explain it, except when people are like, how are you? And I'm like, I am literally just, I am going through it, and that's what I say, and the people that get it, they get it, and if you don't, let me explain. When, when I say, or when some people say, oh, I'm going through it, it means that, like, I cannot tell you what's going on right now. I cannot tell you how I'm feeling because it's going so fast. Things are coming at me from all different directions. And I just feel like I can't get a grip. And that is overwhelming. But I'm just here to tell you that, I mean, this is what's going on. This is, I wish I could tell you some cool, like, I bounce back. I've been doing great. I've been doing cool. You know, college has kind of been kicking my little booty a little bit. And I have zero motivation, guys. I have never in my life, senioritis didn't even hit me this bad. I have zero motivation to do anything school related. And when I do, I feel like I'm in this complete brain fog. Like, I got to give myself credit for sometimes. Like, when it comes to some things, I feel like I'm pretty smart at wording things or, you know, I'm pretty smart. I feel like, you know, to an extent, I'm just not good at English. Uh, I'll tell you right now. My cousin probably could tell you the same thing. I can't write an essay to save my life. But uh, in other classes, I feel like I cannot get a grip at all. And I won't even lie to you. A lot of that, and I'm not trying to point the fingers at other people, but I am. Let me tell you, when I have zero motivation and the professor has zero motivation, we're not going to get crap done. We're not. I'm sorry. Like, it's not going to happen. I've enjoyed. I have some really good classes. I'm super happy. One of my favorite classes right now is Human Growth and Development. And this was a class that I was just going to take to have it on my transcript. But I ended up, I am loving this class so much. But anyway, like, I have zero motivation. Um, Now, here's the thing. You might be like, well, Chloe, if you were to look at my my progress on, like, my canvas and all of my school stuff, you'll be like, well, Chloe, you get all of your homework done by like the first two days of getting it. Yes, but am I making good on those assignments? I'm making decent. I'm making mediocre. And in my brain, I just feel like I am not, I am not putting all the potential that I have into this. Like, I am just not putting 100%. And I don't, I don't know why I can't, I can't get to that. But I'm hoping to work on it. And, you know, when you're, like, going through a slump, this is, I'm at that point in the, 
in the low where I'm like, okay, I got to get my crap together. Okay, let's wash our hands. And let's start again. So hopefully this next week I can make some good habits and get started on that because if not, ooh, I don't know what's going to happen. But I wanted to talk about that. And I want to tell you guys that it's okay to be in these seasons, okay? Um, If you are in college, it's always the spring semester that are the hardest for me. I do not know why. Fall semesters, I don't know. Maybe it's different. Maybe it's completely different for you. But if you're in this part, maybe it's a month, maybe it's been a month, maybe it's been a week, I don't know, maybe it's been a year where you've just felt like you cannot get a grip and you cannot, you feel like you cannot give 100% ever. I'm here to tell you that, like, first of all, same, like, same. Second off, like, I could sit here and lie and be like, it's okay, it'll be fine. I mean, it might be, I don't know. I can't lie to you guys. I don't want to. I don't want to be a drill sergeant either and be like, get your butt off the couch. Like, I, I mean, just know that this is, this is a, a human, in a human thing to do. Okay. It is because we're pushing ourselves a lot. Um, society's doing it too without even noticing. You're just, you're having to go so fast because just like high school, they're trying to get you in and out. I know that there's like trends on TikTok and even Pinterest, you can find them. But it's this like drawing that somebody made. And it's kind of depressing if you think about it. But it's little kids. And it's them starting out school as little kids. And the drawing goes, these kids like go on a conveyor belt. And in the conveyor belt, they go through these systems and like... Out of the side of the machine dumps out color. So the whole painting's black and white. And these kids have become grown and they're in their cap and gowns coming in and out of this machine. And the machine is letting out creativity and like uniqueness or like some kind of characteristic. I can I know it was something along that line. And it's dumping into like buckets, like basically talking about how like the education system does this a lot to people is they kind of just get you in and get you out and they don't let you have that creativity and you just feel like you miss out on that or it just comes out. So by the time you graduate, whether it's high school or even college, you just feel like you've not, you know, you've not been yourself. You haven't, something feels weird. And I, I understand it now that I'm older and I look at the picture and it makes sense because College is a little bit more difficult than high school for the sense of like money isn't more money is involved because the more money you feel like you need to just make the final decision quickly. And you know, there will be people, and a lot of people will tell you, you know, it's okay if you don't know what you want to do, that's fine. But in the back, let me tell you, when people tell you, like college recruiters that will do this, and they'll be like, it's okay if you don't know what you want to do, you can still come to our college and get your basics. What they're really saying is, I don't really care. I'm still going to take your money. 
I hate to be a negative Nancy when it comes to stuff like that, but it's true. That is an overwhelming thing. So I get it when you're in this point where you're like, I don't even know. I'm having a terrible time because of fall semester. Most likely if you're new, if you're a freshman, you're walking in. You're like, yeah, I'm going to take some classes that I really like. I like science. I want to be a biologist or something like that. I'm just going to be super basic about it, but I want to be a biologist. I get to take all these sciences. Oh, yay. And you take like biology one your first semester and you're like, this is going to be great. You go into your second semester and they're like, okay, here's chemistry, physics, and micro. And that's when suddenly your love for this major or this subject goes down the drain. You're like, maybe I'm not meant for this. Maybe I can't cut it in this. Maybe I can't be a doctor. Maybe I can't be a surgeon or an astrophysicist. I don't know. Like, suddenly it all comes down because it's always, like I said, it's always, for me, it's always been the spring semester because fall semester, they can really, the weather is also a huge thing. We're going to get to weather soon, but I don't know. It's the college has so much more going on the fall semester. They're putting in all the work and you're like, okay, this is great. This is where my money's going. And then the next semester, mm -mm, mm -mm. it's like they've given up. They were like, well, that's all we can give you. I know that sounds so bad, but it's true. But back to, like I said, weather, I don't know where you're from, where you're listening from, but let me tell you, the South, we are not built for cold, and I will probably argue, most Southern people will sit down and argue with somebody from the North and talk about how our winters are completely different, because they are. I'm not saying that one is harsher than the other, but they are not the same. Our weather, first of all, cold weather is just already kind of this bleh feeling, no matter what. But, our weather is cold and wet. We don't get anything else. We don't get snow, nothing. Like, we just, we don't get that. We get cold and wet. That is, that is it. And it's not, it is a constant drizzle all day it's like the rainforest in Antarctica had a baby that is that is what we get and we're just not equipped for it because for the most part it our weather is never predictable especially well when it comes to northern states they know their seasons of heavy snow or not so heavy so obviously they they're they get a little bit of preparedness we on the other hand don't know we could get snow at christmas which seems normal you know that's a normal decent time or we could get snow in like march it it does not we do not get time to prepare and a lot of, since we don't have this very often, a lot of companies don't bring cold clothing, winter, like really good winter clothing 
do not come to our stores. You see where this is going? Okay, so in the end, it's just not a pretty picture when we when it gets cold. It really brings out the worst in everybody. And for me, it really does. So I will tell you, this past week, I have just been miserable. Because it has been cold and wet and rainy all week. One of our days got canceled and a lot of people was like, yay. And then there was a lot of us that was like, no. Because when it comes to college and you get a day out, it does not mean that the work stops. You you get the work still. They will still email it to you. But now you have no idea what you're doing because the teacher is not there. Because now in the end, at least when you go to class, you have a little bit of motivation to do it somewhat in class. But when you're given the assignment and you're sitting in your bed, you don't want to get out of bed and do that assignment. No. No. So, I did not like that. And it felt just like a backtrack because when I woke up and I was like, oh, no school. I look outside and it's nothing was going on. Zero. It wasn't even raining that morning. Now, the next day... The next day that we had to go to class, is the, it was the day that it actually rained. Make that make sense. Because I was having to walk across campus in the cold, wet rain. I understand. I, I live on a small campus, so I cannot complain when it comes to universities. But I was complaining because I was like, yesterday there was no rain and we didn't even go to class. But today, I gotta go to class and it's raining and cold. Sorry, I was a little grumpy, and I missed my therapy session because the campus was closed. So, as you can see, it's just went down the drain. But today, the sun is out, and it's dry. It's probably still cold, but still. It is sunny right now. Clear sky. It looks beautiful outside today. What the heck? But yeah, I'm hoping to be back better than ever putting in all the work and yeah I just <laughs> I hope to continue doing this because I like I've mentioned before I love doing this and before I was doing it for fun and I still want to have that light hardness but I still I kind of want to put a little bit of more elbow grease in it so, we're going to see what we can do, what we can add and not add. But until then, I love you guys, and I will see you in the next one. Thank you. Be safe. Bye.